Silky and smooth. This is a test. Silky. Smooth. Like that? No. Oh. Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show Unfiltered Podcast, episode number 11. This is the uh, podcast where we get to talk about things that we might not have been able to talk about on the air or things we talk about off the air. We can get go into detail, but I wanted to start off today with a 10-town tour because we're coming up on the end of this thing. And tomorrow is our last stop. We're going to Pete's Drive-In. I just want to say Pete Wentz every time. I don't know why. Pete Wentz? It's in Wentzville. It is in Wentzville. Pete Wentz. That's why. That's it, pretty funny. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be at Pete's Drive-In tomorrow morning from 6 to 10. And do you have any favorite memories from our 10-town tour? Do you have any favorite memories? I have to shout out the Hill family. That is the dad and the two little girls whose names escape me. They live in Afton. They've been to like three of our tour stops, and yep. every time they, you know, sign up, enter to win the sandals trip. But also, the girls played uh, Remy versus Casey with us when we were in Kirkwood. That they come out every time. They always have a fun time with and us. And they would interrupt so. their day, like on the way to Six Flags. They're stopping by to see us first. <laughs> right. Like on the yeah. way to the dentist, stopping yeah. by to see us first. Yeah, it's been fun to see the the repeat customers, if you will, those that have come to uh, several one several of the stops. And we've been all over the place. So we started this thing in Godfrey. I think we originally were going to go to Alton and then there's just or Grafton and there's just not a whole lot of breakfast places in Grafton. No. Uh, one of the biggest struggles that uh, we found in scheduling this, or at least what Jesse, our promotions director, has been telling us, is that it's hard to find a breakfast joint that opens at 6 a.m. anymore, because a lot of the a lot of the restaurants post pandemic, I guess you could say, have changed their hours permanently, mm-hmm. and they don't really open till seven or eight. Maybe they don't even serve breakfast anymore; they just start at lunch. So, especially. Which- I feel like in like 2022, it kind of makes sense to me. Like I don't see a lot of places opening up super early because I don't think of a lot of people going anywhere super early these days. We don't. I don't think there's a need for it. Yeah. And when you get to certain towns, like uh, Union may not have a 24 seven restaurant. Uh, Godfrey may not have a 24 seven restaurant. So <laughs> right. a, little, a little more difficult. Who was the woman that we met in Godfrey? What was her a name? Waitress. I was trying to think of that too. Yeah, she she had she has her own like stand up comedy YouTube channel. Man. Gosh, I forget her and name. You guys were like her number one fans for the half, awesome. the week following that remote. I, I watched I watched some of her videos or I listened to them on the ride home uh, because it was just it was her talking about how to be a good patron at a diner. <laughs> like, Gosh, when we tell you to go sit down, was. it's not a science project. Go sit down at a table. It's not <laughs> right. hard. It's not difficult. Don't sit down at the one that was just washed or that there's a, a uh, like a dirty dish rag on. Just go sit. It's not it's not hard. Uh, so yeah, we met her. I feel like one of the one of my favorite moments at all of these is the darkness before like everybody gets there and there's just like usually just me and the engineer and I'm on the internet prepping for the show and it's so quiet in whatever neighborhood. Like we were in Collinsville at Cruda and I was just hanging out. It's so quiet or the moment before the storm in Waterloo at oh Bean gosh. Tree. Yes, <laughs> sitting in downtown Waterloo and it was so quiet and it's all of a sudden we're out there with our laptops because we brought, we were supposed to broadcast outside that day. We're out there with our laptops. Next thing we know, whoosh, huge storm comes. Yeah. Another thing, you never quite know what you're going to get on these 10-town tours, but I think tomorrow's going to be like the perfect weather. Yeah. 
We're excited for it. Uh, lots of memories on the Ten Town tour, and it's been so much fun. Hopefully, we do this again next year, um, and we can come out to some different places and some different breakfast joints because there's so many great donut shops and breakfast breakfast places. Maybe we do a lunch, or maybe we do a different time period. Who knows? We'll we'll discuss it and brainstorm and all that uh, for the future for next year. Um, I stumbled across a website. Oh, good. Not again. I wanted to test it out on you guys if you're cool with that. Mm. Um, We never know how this is going to go. It's a random question generator. (laughs) Sounds right up your alley. It's so runny. (laughs) So the first question I have is when people come to you for help, what do they usually want help with? Mm. If people are coming to me for help, I imagine they're here at work and they need something like done radio wise at work Uh otherwise to be honest like i don't have like friends coming to me for help maybe to dog sit (laughs) i'll do that yeah (laughs) uh to make or move something like i have a truck so i'm the go-to for everybody like hey can you help us move this grill we're moving a bed moving a mattress what about you i feel like for me it's usually it's like my parents who have a like audio video questions? Oh yeah. Any kind of any kind of video or audio or like social media or stuff like that. Like I don't know. I always feel like I'm, I'm the grandparents getting, and the technology. Yeah, grandparents with the technology. Lauren's parents are are pretty good with it. Uh, Lauren's mom is pretty savvy when it comes to technology and things like that. Every once in a while, they'll ask me, "Hey, is this a scam?" And a hundred percent. Usually is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you did not order twelve hundred dollars on Amazon. <laughs> Uh, they are not having you or they want you to click this link so they can get your, I, I actually, I told them that I was like, these people prey on senior citizens. Like they literally, that's their bread and target. Yeah. They have, because most senior citizens don't really have as much fluency when it comes to technology and they'll very gullible in that area. And it's easy. I, I sometimes like even yesterday I was showing you guys an email that we got here at the station and it almost got me. I was like, your scan is ready on whatever printer and i was like oh maybe this is maybe this is a document i need to ah wait a second and i went and clicked on the email address and it was something funky and i was like ah you didn't get me this time. well you know how there's like those settings for like kid parental control on a tv or an ipad or yeah. even like netflix i always feel like there should be a senior citizen control button also just to kind of that extra layer of protection not saying that i think they need um to that like they shouldn't be allowed to use the internet but i feel like there needs to be an extra wall of like you can't bust through that yeah it's got to go to a grandkid before it comes to you (laughs) yes so i just had uh, my phone company got bought out i had sprint and they got bought out by t-mobile and since the change was made anytime i get like a uh, your car warranty call it comes up as scam likely how do we not have that on all phones? Yeah. Like that had never been a thing until I switched companies. But that would be like the uh, kind of the light bulb for the old people there. There's something that needs to change from a government standpoint. And I don't know what that is. But I remember when they first started using your area code, they would use the, they still do, use the phone number generators. And they will call from your area code because it, it feels like it's a local number. So mm-hmm. whatever. And... I called AT&T and they were like, sorry, we can't do anything about it. It's We, we have no way to track this. There's got to be a way. We put a man on the moon 
we can look 13 billion years in the past with the James Webb Space Telescope, and you can't tell me you, you can still let a scammer call my phone knowing that they're a scammer. It literally says scam or spam on my phone sometimes right. when I get these numbers. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that you is can't a good shut that down. That is a good point that there's still not some regulation on that. And I know it's a generally new issue we're having in the what is this like the digital age yeah but at the same time yeah something through the government or through i don't get why at&t couldn't look up that phone number and be like oh yeah that's uh that's a verizon or a sprint phone that's uh it's like five six times a day for me it's a lot and i, I realized, get the texts yeah. yeah like i had i had a woman and we've talked about this on the air before but i had a woman in her 70s who somehow got my phone number mixed up with hers or she wrote it down. Maybe our phone numbers were similar. But now my number is attached to her age. Mm-hmm. So I get funeral, like final expense costs on a daily basis that are like, hey, well, you like to, uh, you know, you're going to die soon. So how Not old yet. are you? And I always, I try to mess with them a little bit, but <laughs> I get the same call every day from, I think her name is Hannah Walker. Yeah, and it's just this automated whatever lady, and I don't know. It's I, I've told them several times that this woman that they think they're calling passed away in 2017. They they always go, "Oh, we're so sorry. We'll not call again." Okay, next day, same call. Hannah's a liar. <laughs> I also this reminds me of a thought I've had recently. I feel like there's got to be some sort of regulation on PR emails. So anytime you buy something or get a receipt from anywhere especially online, obviously they'll start sending you emails to your inbox. Oh, we have a sale today. Oh, we have this. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have that. Whenever, I mean, I get so many emails every day from the most random companies, the most random, I'm sorry, but people around town. And I think I, if I had to guess, I would say I get close to 50 emails a day. I only look at like maybe two that matter to me. Yeah. And I know most of these should probably go to your spam account or your junk mail, but still like that stuff is piling up, and I don't have any space left in my email account for the important stuff. That's why you just got to let it pile up to 101,000. Oh, my gosh. Right. I don't need that. I need some organization your email too? in my no, life. That's, that's a combination of an old Gmail account that I've had forever that I've used on multiple websites. Um, and even if you start a new email, like I've done that a couple times over the past couple of years where I start a new email, not going to sign this email up for anything. And somehow, some way, always get it. it always finds its way back into your email. because somebody's selling your info. How do they get that, though? Like, I'm only emailing with buds. You know? Ew, you're, you're not <laughs> emails emailing your friends. friends. Getting together <laughs> on the weekend for poker night and IPAs, man. No, you're not. No, Let's go not. to the Applebee's afterwards. Somebody did suggest that we do breweries next year. Yeah, I'm in for that. Six a.m. beers, cool. We can do six a.m. or we could do we could do lunch, mimosas. Oh yeah, like after the show, meet us at. Let's do Casey's show live, somewhere. Whatever, (laughs) I think it could be fun. Uh, Next question, we have to answer whatever it is. Oh gosh, whatever it is. What fictional place would you most likely would you most like to go to? Fictional place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fictional place. Hawkins, Indiana. What the hell? Um, Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't know if I have a fictional place off the top of my head. Oh, uh, Pandora. That's what I was thinking, Avatar. Yeah. Um, That'd be fun. I was going to say Forks, but there is a Forks. 
Yeah, it does exist. It's a real place. They actually shot a lot there, didn't they? Yeah. Twilight, for those that are wondering. That's what I... I Dud question? Yeah. Moving on. You stole mine, too. If you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? (laughs) Yes. I do have to say, we were asked this question in, like, fourth grade or something. And this has stuck with me my entire life. I don't know if it was in school or, like, somehow our friend group, we were at school, we were asked if you were a vegetable or if your friends were, what would they be? And this girl, Taylor Pratt, looked me in the eye and she said Casey would be corn because she's all ears because at the time I, like, I just really hadn't grown in my ears. <laughs> that was really mean. And that stuck, stuck with, with her, forever. Obviously. And, like, no hate to Taylor, you know. I, it is what it is. But that stuck with me for so long because I was like, oh, my god, Yeah. It's amazing how that stuff, like one or two comments can stick with you your entire life from when you were a kid. If you were a vegetable, you would obviously be asparagus. Why? It just fits. And you're tall. And And you smell a day later. (laughs) (laughs) You smell like asparagus urine. That's what you smell like. It doesn't have to be a a vegetable that you like. I don't know. I I mean, I'll eat the the tip off of an asparagus, but... You don't really eat the whole, sh- like the whole shaft. Yeah, part almost of it, all. You of do it, right? almost, just not the little edge, the white part. Oh. Like you stop like an inch down. You don't eat the whole shaft. No, oh. I just only eat, like uh, this. I don't know where I was taught that, but I just feel like you're only supposed to eat the very tip where the like flower is. No. Oh, well, I was gonna say it, I'd be a potato. That's I'm a, a potato. It's not a vegetable. It's like a starch. Starch. It's a vegetable. What? Are we going to have this conversation it's, it's right not, now? It's, it's not. not a vegetable, but I would take that as an answer. Oh, come oh, on. There we go. <laughs> answer the question, meat. I don't know, man. I don't like vegetables to See, begin I with. I was going to put meat as a potato. There is no doubt that a potato is botanically a vegetable. Then why is it a starch in the pyramid? Yeah, I feel like in school we learned that that was not true. Somebody's lied to us this entire time. Okay, what's your vegetable meat? I'm going to go Brussels sprouts. Ew. Yeah, because like you look at them and it's like, ah, oh, they're not, uh, they're, I don't know how to do You eat them and you still feel like, oh my God, these are amazing. Yeah, you don't like Brussels sprouts? No. You just haven't had Brussels sprouts the right way then. How do you make them? Yeah, you put uh, some shallots, like you brown up some shallots, a little bit of bacon, the, the, uh, the Brussels sprouts in it, and then you just skillet fry it. I feel like if you have to dress it up that much, it's probably not good. That's what Jack does this too with Brussels sprouts, and I can't, I can't eat it. That's like saying, oh, you put cheese on your broccoli, so it can't be that good, or you put ketchup on your French fries, so they can't be that good. Just because you you spice it up and add some seasoning to it. I eat broccoli without cheese. Anyway, most people do. <laughs> just, just put a whole bunch of butter on it. Maybe, be fine. Maybe Load up you, the potato. Maybe if you had them like super well uh, prepared, you would actually you would like them. And, and you gotta you- have real ones too. You can't have like the frozen ones that you try to steam or anything like that. I'm talking okay. like real Brussels sprouts. Cook them the real way. Prepare me. I might have I might have been traumatized as a kid. I don't know. They're amazing. I just always you know heard the Brussels sprouts are gross kind of thing. Well, same with broccoli, but I've I've always liked that. They look like little trees. That makes me happy. Happy trees. All right, next question. What are you a natural at? Eye rolls. True. Mm. True. I think I'm a natural at making people laugh. Yeah. See? Look at that. (laughs) Cracked her. I don't know. 
I just feel like I, I, I try and bring as much good energy as I can to a situation. And that, is, that has changed over the years as I have been like, I've gone through major life you're, events. You're growing but up. <laughs> I still try and wear a smile on my face. What are you a natural at me? I think it's one-liners. I think I can drop some good one-liners in there pretty yeah. pretty easily. Yeah. I want something more than eye rolls. What do you think? I feel like sometimes when you're asked questions like that, you can't see. I think you're a natural at living in the moment. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to, like, pull me. It's hard to get me to think, like, Casey, I really need you to whatever prepare for tomorrow because I, like, I can't see past noon today. Yeah. Yeah, it's something I, I noticed that I I think I really noticed it on our first trip when we went to Turks and Caicos because I was very much, I don't want to leave thinking about when we were leaving all of those things. And you were just like, there. And when the moment came to leave, you're just like, time to leave. Right. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it's all you can do. You can't <laughs> think about, you know, the other stuff. I, I live in the past and I live in the future so much. You're the head. exact opposite, yes. though. It's not even like just off a little bit. You are the total polar opposite. So I'm a natural at not being in the present. Like, you're stressing <laughs> about something four months down the line that maybe <laughs> might happen. Yeah, I will say that does make you a very prepared person, but also <laughs> no. a very, like, uptight well, sometimes. What if our tire blows three months down the line? What do we do? Yeah. All right, we're going to do, do two more. More questions. I want you to know that on the stream, Vicky yes. says that I'm a natural at showing compassion. So, Remy. <laughs> compassion? If it's a dog, maybe. Yes. I don't I don't know how much compassion you show for humans. Um, you, Yeah, you're right. That's why I laughed. I think she knows me in a different uh, way than you know me. I don't see that comment. Oh, well, give a little refresh. Uh. I'm nervous to do a refresh on this one. All right. Next question. Now, we already talked about what's your favorite teacher. We already we already talked about that yeah. yesterday. What bends your mind every time you think about it? The fact mm. that the universe goes on forever and ever and ever. Me too. Like when you yeah. die, it just goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. Nothing. N- n- uh, where's the wall? Yeah. There's not. My brain went straight to that, too, especially with all the images that we've been seeing lately and how they're like. I tried to explain this to my mom. This whole idea of the photo that we saw from the James Webb telescope, right? All of those galaxies and stars and things might not even be in existence anymore because that's how far away they are. And I was like, Mom, you know that... Like when the sun, like when the sun hits you, it's already the light from the sun is already eight seconds old mm-hmm. when it gets to you. I believe it's eight seconds. And with the moon, it's like three and a half seconds old. So basically what you're looking at is into the past. And that is where we could like time travel. We can go down that hole, like wormholes, black holes, yeah. and holy holes. I had to watch Interstellar. Three times before I understood what was going on. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot to take in in that movie. Do you think future Casey's like dropping hints to you right now? I actually really do. <laughs> I think that happens a lot. <laughs> Don't do it. Push off a book. You'd think that if they were that advanced that we would be able to communicate a little bit better with our future self. But. Yeah. Um. All right. Last question before we get out of here. And it's got to be a good one. I don't know. 
What's what's an unpopular opinion you have? Is that a good question? An unpopular mm. opinion. I think mm. it's overused. Yeah, it's too easy. Um, what are you interested in that most people haven't heard of? I mean, I'll let you start. They haven't heard one. of. Like, don't know exists or don't know that you're interested in it. Like, I think maybe a little both. both? I think the one that I get, I get uh, a lot is having coral in my possession. Like, actually having aquariums in my basement that have coral from the ocean in them that grow. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing. I... I've explained that to so many people who don't understand and don't cannot even fathom that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is mechanical watches. Yeah. I mean, I know people know that they're a thing, but I don't know that they know about the hobby that is collecting watches. Buying and selling Buying and creating. And, selling, yeah. and Watching, like, I'll get lost in... There's a guy uh, on YouTube called Wrist Watch Revival, and he will buy up an old watch on eBay that doesn't run anymore, and he'll get it for cheap. Like, he'll get an old Rolex for cheap or something, and he'll pull everything out of the movement in the back, clean it, oil it up, make it look new again. It's, like, the coolest thing. Those videos are an hour long. <laughs> And I will watch the entire of all of it. No wonder you're always saying you don't have time for things. Because if you're not dealing with your kids, that's what you're doing. <laughs> it's usually on in the background, and I'll come back to it. It's just the guy's voice is super soothing, and I really like it. So mm-hmm. those are, I, I would say that watches and coral are probably those those two things for me. Yeah. Would like something around woodworking. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Um, like, I go deep into the woodworking stuff with like not only tools, but like. Meat goes deep. Meat goes deep with wood. That sounds weird. Um, but like volume eight, drying the wood, <laughs> cutting the wood, like all these like small, minute details. I love and geek out on that stuff. And people are like, "Why you? You got dry wood? I'm like what? You really do that? Yeah, that's the biggest thing I think for me, though. I mean, I've learned so much about wood that I didn't know. You're welcome because you're in the room. You're welcome. Like I didn't know you had to dry it. Glad I could offer that or bring that for I mean, you. I guess if you're getting the natural like wood from a tree and you eventually have to oh, drive. Oh, well, that's where the wood well, comes that's where, from. Yeah, that's I know, but I, no, wood for me comes from Lowe's. Well, and they dry it, kind of, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> it may not be straight, but it's kind of dry. That reminds me. I'm, I'm going to go to Lowe's or Home Depot today and buy some wood. I'm trying to, like, DIY a new coffee table, but we'll see how it goes. Nice. It's me, so, you know, there's about... 80% chance it'll go wrong. Glue and staples. Tell me something I don't know about you, Casey. We still haven't heard your your thing. Um, well, I guess a lot of people don't know that, and I haven't really said it out loud except for in this room and in my house, but next Friday I'm going to start selling earrings that I make and also earrings that like I've chosen because they're things that I would want to buy, but I always see earrings in stores or online boutiques, wherever, and think it's so ridiculous how, like, this pair of dainty hoops could cost, like, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. That's so dumb. You're not going to wear them every day. You have so many different pairs. Usually statement pieces shouldn't make a statement when it comes to, like, your wallet. So I want to sell them for, like, all a certain amount, a certain dollar amount or less. And also I make most of them. So it started as a hobby, and now it can be something that, like, I can share with listeners or um, 
you know, we're out at shows. I would just die if a girl was like, oh my God, look, I got these from you. A girl, we were, where were we at last week for 1024? Uh, union. union. We were yeah. in Union, and I went to the McDonald's, and I had a pair of my earrings in, and the girl at the McDonald's was like, I need to know where you got those. And I almost threw up, and I was like, honestly, I made them. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's my thing right now. That's huge. I'm really excited for this for you. We'll see what happens. I, I definitely have that, like, no one's going to show up to my birthday party feeling like yeah. no one's really going to care. And it's probably going to happen to a certain extent because you're like, oh, cool. Anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll it'll be either it'll be like you'll sell out in two minutes or you might get a couple orders that day. And right. It's just going to take a little time to build. But I, I think it's it's fun that you got a little side hustle and it's something that you enjoy doing, you know? Yeah. It's like slowly taking over my house. And I'm sure every woman would agree that earrings are ridiculously priced. And, dude, we've got like three or four jewelry cases at, in our master bedroom just filled with jewelry so i don't think my wife will, needs anymore but it will always get the female i'm telling you she loves i got i got lauren for like an anniversary one year or i think it was an anniversary i just got her a pair of diamond studs and she wears those almost every day mm-hmm. unless we're going out it's and then super classic maybe she'll wear some of yours in the future or something like that oh yeah there you go yeah. oh yeah future customer all right one more if you had to change your name, what would, what would you change it to? Ooh, that's a good that. one. Well, my parents debated naming me after my great-grandma, whose name was Billy, B-I-L-L-E-A. And growing up, I didn't like the idea of that. But now that I'm older, I think that would have been a really cool way to throw back with the family, but also almost unique just think about if you could have named your earring line billy yay i think it's too close to billy eilish is it and there's a yeah there's a razor brand also called billy so good thought though yeah b-i-l-e-a hers is i-e but i mean it's close enough Mm, i don't think so you can call it billy yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) balea uh i don't know i'd probably go with like a Gustav or something. Gustav. Yeah. What? Gustav. That's what I go with. Why are you judging me? I really like that name. Gus. People call me Gus. Sounds like Gus a dog von name. Remington. <laughs> That's a Disney character. <laughs> that is a Disney character, and definitely not a damn prince. I'll tell you that. I want something like uh, like uh, the a name that you think would wear a mullet. You Diesel. know, like. A Lars. Tank. Something like that. Lars. Lars yeah. yeah. Like something just kind of yeah. edgy like that. Like uh, Randy. I don't know if that's edgy. Brant. I think you think of, I, I think of Randy character when I. Yeah. Or Randy character. I love Randy, when but I hear uh, Randy. Randy Jackson. Edgy. Randy Jackson. Okay. <laughs> no for me, dog. Joe. Joey. Dirt. Joe Dirt. Or Dirt. <laughs> Butch. <laughs> Actually, if that was if that if like Butch was your radio name, I think that would fit really well too. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. All right, well, that was kind of a that was fun. We should do that more often. I'll, I'll find different question generators because I'm sure there are many. Yeah, and line them up. Let's let's like going into uh, unfiltered. We can line them up and say, here are your five questions for the day. Whatever. We could do a dirty question generator. Yeah, it's not. I don't know if that's gonna I go well. I don't know if I need that with you too. What are you talking about? It'd be an interesting conversation. 
for everybody. We're involved. adults. We can figure it out. I <laughs> uh, guess we'll get. Feel great. Yep. All right. Unfiltered, Thursday. Unfiltered podcast episode number 11 in the books. Uh, if you miss anything from the show, Remy and Casey show podcast, unfiltered podcast. It's all in the same place. Go find it. Okay. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 10 Town Tour. Goodbye.